Hello, I'm Macy, and this is Stacy, and we're here with Stone in the City. We're just going to jump right into our new favorite episode, Bay of Married Pigs. We just finished watching it, and I have a lot of thoughts, and I think Stacy's going to have a lot of thoughts to share with us. She just had to finish smoking her completely legal products, and um, it's it's what gets the show going, you know? Yeah, I love how the episode started where I think Carrie was smoking a joint. I wasn't sure if that was a joint or a cigarette. Oh, it's a cigarette. Oh. She does smoke weed during the series, though. Okay. And so does Samantha, and so does Miranda. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know if Charlotte ever does. I wouldn't be surprised. She doesn't seem like one, too. You already can tell she's, like, not really fun. Straight and narrow. Is that bad that I think people who don't smoke, smoke weed are, like, not fun? Like, automatically? Mm-hmm. Unless they have a really good reason. <laughs> I don't know. I guess there's some people who just don't like it. I guess that's also a really good reason. But if you like it and it's legal and you don't have to take drug tests for work and you still don't smoke weed, I think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> That's just me, though, and there's probably just a lot wrong with me. Yeah. But I come from a family of potheads. <laughs> I definitely do not. <laughs> I know you definitely do not, but I definitely do. And I know I smoke like a lot, but I it's compared to my brothers and my dad, I really don't smoke that much. So that's... That's interesting. But it's always been like that. Like, since we were, like, in high school, I feel like. It's always been like that. Yeah. My yeah. dad, since he was, like, fucking in high school himself. So. Back all, in the 70s. And all my uncles smoke, like, and, like, all my dad's friends smoke. So, like, when I was growing up, like, all the dads would just, like, disappear into the garage. And it's like, oh, what are they doing in there? It takes so long to get a beer out of the f- fridge in the garage. It's, like, obvious now. In Kids, hindsight. don't go back there. There's a skunk. <laughs> I was, like, in my friend's backyard who has kids like I was in their backyard and I was smoking weed with her husband in the backyard and his daughter runs up to us with a bunch of like play-doh things and like they're like little play-doh baked goods that she wants us to buy from her store and we're like stoned as shit like we're smoking like this California weed in his backyard and his like four-year-old is selling us these fake baked goods and we bought a bunch you know we bought a bunch we were suckers how much did they cost I think they were 50 cents, but I didn't even have change, so I just had to give her pretend change. Oh, wow. (laughs) It wasn't really a good deal for anyone to be, like, 100%, you know? I'd say it was even. Plastic for plastic, you made out. Yeah. The environment didn't, though. It's just, like, weird to smoke near kids. Like, it's so weird. I think it's uncomfortable. I wouldn't do it. But they're, like, his kids, so it's, like, up to him, I feel like. Also, yeah. it's totally legal, and people drink in front of their kids all the time. That's true. People do drink in front of their kids. Like, he can't smoke a joint in his backyard when he's, like, a hardworking, tax-paying adult that, like, legally bought it. Yeah, that's true. He could smoke a cigarette in front of his kids. Yeah, he Hmm. could. But that'll shorten his life expectancy. That's true. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I have, like, I have skepticism (laughs) about that, which is, like, a very controversial opinion, probably. Yeah, oh my gosh. Does smoking cause cancer? I don't know. I'd say yes. Say your controversial opinions. This is stoned and the city. But we're derailing from the episode we are, so much. We are derailing. We'll come back to this. Okay. Okay. So, Carrie smokes cigarettes. Yeah. And in this episode, Carrie's smoking cigarettes all the way to the Hamptons because her friend invites her there for the weekend. And that's when we meet Patience and Peter. Why don't you tell us about them, Stacy? Sure. So... Patience and Peter are a couple that lives in the Hamptons, and they seem to not really be happy in living through Carrie through their thrills. So, Carrie said, where is it? Um, If you're invited 
to the Hamptons, you have to sing for your supper. So how would she say? A banker would offer investment advice. And then she would offer stories about her sexcapades. And she was telling one and the couple just looked so enthralled and thrilled with the story and asking questions. So sexy. I forget how it ended, but they were disappointed it ended or like nothing happened. And they were like, and that's it. You didn't do anything. But it just made me seem to think that their lives they weren't are really happy. Yeah. Yeah. They like they're resenting marriage. I mean, do couple friends want to hear about their single friends? stories like that like sex stories if they're not happy i mean maybe i guess they're still interesting yeah definitely and she is a sex writer so or sex columnist you know what so that is such a good point i've literally watched this episode like 300 times i've never ever thought about that oh new insights new insights see this is what happens when you watch it with a virgin (laughs) brand new information i swear to god you are seeing things that i've never seen because it is like i've i've just digested it so much already that like I already know what's gonna happen. I'm like pre-laughing before everything, which is probably so uh, annoying. But I could ask you to put on the epi- next episode, <laughs> one I, woman show. I could probably reenact most of it. It's pathetic, but I I mean I love this show, and I love rewatching it with you who've never seen it. Like it's so fun for me. But I just think it's like, it's interesting. Also because you're single and I'm not married, but I live with my boyfriend, which we could talk about if that's just as good or not because that kind of comes up in the episode. Like. Is having a boyfriend the same as being married? Is that, is that equivalent? We could get into that when we're like at the party, but like, do you tell me like, dating stories like that? Do I tell you sex stories like that? I mean, no. I feel like we don't. Not ever. I mean, we did all the time when we were teenagers, but I also feel like we were like weirdly sexual as teenagers, <laughs> like just openly sexual. We weren't like sexual with each other. Like we would just be open about. That sounded our so, sexual thoughts and experiences. That sounded so much worse. Although I will say, I feel like you and I have been more closed off about that kind of stuff than our friends are, I feel like. That's I feel true. like some of our friends tell a lot of details. Yeah. That me, that you and I maybe would leave out. Although, you know what? When you break up, great, <laughs> great story. Yes. So maybe that's tell what it it, all. That's maybe what it is maybe like I don't want to tell you stories about my boyfriend because if they make either of us sound bad then it's like not funny because we're still together yeah and you don't even tell me stories about like when things are good which is good I don't necessarily want to hear about your sex life you don't want to hear about it I, I think you told me one time it, no uh, what did you I tell told, you you told me oh my one god thing. I genuinely don't know he's gonna kill me it wasn't a sex he's thing, never gonna though. listen to this though he's literally never gonna listen to me okay can I tell you yeah yeah okay use a pseudonym though he took you out for your birthday okay and got super drunk and whispered in your ear like when you get like you get home we're gonna have the best sex of our lives or you're gonna have the best sex of your life (laughs) and I I forget if you said you were excited for it or not but essentially you got home and you went to the bathroom and you found him passed out in the bed I think that yeah. was like the most recent sex story I've heard. But in I think I think that's six when I, years. I think that's when I turned twenty five, which is like that's so long <laughs> ago already. But I think that's when I was twenty five. Because when I was twenty three and when I was twenty five, I think he was the drunkest one at my birthday. <laughs> but I have also been the drunkest one at his birthday. So it's it like, evens out. You know, we just do these things for each other. Like the thing, he doesn't really get crazy that often. But if he tries to go drink for drink with me, it's like it's a disaster. It's always a disaster. I have like a hollow leg. Ooh. I've always just had like a weirdly high tolerance. Yeah. Also, I think he does side shots oh. that I'm not always involved in. Mm, 
Okay. You know? How would he pull that off? Like, does he like, just leave you and I don't, go to the bathroom? Go no, no, to the no. Sidewalk? I don't mean, like, secret shots. Like, I don't always do shots. Like, if some if people are doing shots, he'll do them. I don't always do them. Oh, so I think okay. that sometimes he's having bonus drinks. Got it. Got it. Um, Yeah. Okay. It also might be what we're drinking, because I tend to go vodka, which I think is a different kind of drunk. Definitely. Like, if you drink a shit ton of rum, you're having a totally different experience than drinking a lot of vodka. Totally. And that's kind of more what we lean towards. Yeah. What would you say your main drink is, like, your, if you had to pick one? Beer. Okay. I don't drink hard liquor. It, like, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me. I don't know if I just drank too much in college or... Is it, like, it doesn't sit well on your stomach? It or doesn't sit well on my stomach. Or is it... I just feel like I'm not a good drunk. Like, if that well, makes there sense. Well, there were some times where I feel like, you know, the drinking did you dirty. Definitely. But like, remember Halloween and Old Man Rafferty's? Oh my god, I was fucking wasted. I was, like, really worried about you, honestly, because you were, like, you were, like, ill. I forgot what I drank, but it was a lot. <laughs> I think that's when Jay had that bottle in the car. Oh, the that's what Asbury, it was. And yeah. we were like, oh, we gotta finish it. Always a stupid thing to do. Damn it, I took it too literally. Was that, like, a just a random handle of Jack that he was passing around? That was stupid. Yeah, I fell asleep in the Uber on the way home. That's, oh like, my God, so that's dangerous. Really scary thinking back. Oof, good so thing fu- I got I home. I can't believe we just, like, put you in an Uber. I don't think we had any other option, though. I don't know what we were gonna do. Yeah. We were all, like, in Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah, and it was cold. Like, nobody wanted to wait, like, No, but I think outside. you were arguing with me about getting into an Uber, too. I don't think you wanted to leave. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I definitely should have left. <laughs> I've definitely been that person, though, where I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, if my, if some, if a couple of my friends were here, they would tell you about the Devil's Game, where I definitely should have gotten kicked out, because I was, like, belligerent. Oh, no. Absolutely belligerent. And, like... Literally, security came around, and they're like, is she okay? Because I was, like, a fucking mess. Like, I went, I, I like, was walking down the thing, and I guess I could tell by how I was walking how oh, fucking no. fucked up I was. Not a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign. But, Oof. happens to everybody. Yeah. Well, probably not, but. Once on, most people. It makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that we are um, not weird friends like Patience and Peter and Carrie are, because I feel like when you come over and, like, um, my boyfriend, let's call him Sean. Okay. Sean is my boyfriend, and when we, the three of us have hung out a lot. We've all known each other a really, really long time at this point. Yeah. I feel like we have never been like, tell us about your most recent sexual encounter in a lot of detail so we can, like, get aroused by it. Yeah, no, definitely. Don't you think you'd be creeped out? Yeah. You know what that made me think of, actually? What? You'll know exactly who I'm talking about if you were there. I think you were. There was a party at someone's apartment. She lived with her boyfriend, and the second everybody left, they were hardcore making out, and we could see it through the window. <laughs> no! C and B? I, I know, but I don't think I was there. Oh my god, you weren't there? No. Oh my god. Well, she might listen to this too, but I saw you making out. <laughs> I saw you. And it's, like, so funny. Like, I don't know if it's, like, if it was just, like, sort of a coincidence, but I, like, I was, like, oh, damn. Like, maybe I was looking good. Like, always have your windows closed at night. Oh, my like, God. Always. Come on. Always have your windows closed. Always. I fucking hate having my windows open. Oh, really? I love it during the daytime. Well, you also live on the millionth floor. Yeah. You, I live on the first floor. Yeah, everyone can, like, see. Like, my main windows here are, like, on the first floor. Welcome to my life. Like, if. Like, you left them open. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant your life, Mike, but you live on the fourth oh, floor. Oh, no. Yeah, it's weird how I, like, walk around and, like, I just see people on their couches and... 
I don't know. It's weird. I'm looking inside your private. Like, I want to look, but I feel rude for looking. But at yeah. the same time, I mean, why can't I look? Because it's wide open for me to look. I mean, I literally can see people, like, in their kitchens. I can see people, like, working out, like, into their apartments across from where I work. And it's, like, so weird. Like, there's this cat that we all call Kevin that we, like, watch all the time. And he, like, does these, like, crazy things on the windows. But it's, like, why can't I see your fucking cat? Close your window. It's just weird. Yeah. I guess maybe the cat likes it, but why are you naked walking around your kitchen? Like, Ew. literally people are, like, wearing no, not enough clothes. And we're going to see Carrie watch people from her window oh during this series, which I, I think that. is very New York. Yeah, definitely. I would totally do that, though. Honestly. Oh my god. I would just like constantly have my windows closed and be par- terrified that people were looking at me. Yeah. I want to get, when I'm super rich one day, like some kind of like things to put on the windows where you can see out clearly, but like no matter what, people can't see in. They can see like frost it's like light a, oh, frost. on or off, but like they can't see actually I what's th- inside. I was thinking more like a tint, but a frost works too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be cool. There's, like, shower doors that are like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. All right. Anyway, sex in the city. Um, all right. So she's at the couple's house. Stoned in the city. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) So she's at the couple's house. She tells her fascinating story. And then the next morning, Carrie walks out of the bedroom. And what does she see? His dick. (laughs) His dick. His dick. And his smile, just, like, looking at butt her crack. with his dick out. We had to look at his butt crack. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't see his penis. They have the ugliest fucking guys on this show. Yeah, seriously. Ugliest guys. He is nothing He is, he is nothing to look at at all. And no. I don't think he would have a big Peter, but maybe he does. I'm not talking shit on the actor. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I don't know his dick size, but the vibe I got from Peter was not that he had a big dick. But I guess he did. Yeah. She says congratulations when she tells her friend about it. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, that is gross. But I'm glad that she told him, that she told her. Oh, yeah. Carrie told her A hundred percent. And she should have been, like, apologetic. Definitely. And she was, I wonder if he does, like, creepy shit like that, though. That's what I was thinking. He was a repeat offender. Do you think he's a nudist? Like, does he just always, is he just naked at home? I don't, I don't think so. Cause I feel like that would have been like a funny center of the joke, like mm. plot line of the show You don't think he's something. a secret nudist? I don't know. I mean, if you're walking around your own home, is that really nudity or you're just walking around naked in your own home? I don't like, know, but don't you think if, if you have somebody else over that you're like, this oh, is like Oh yeah, that's like inappropriate. A, he was just a creep. It's like, okay, if I'm home alone here, I could like walk around naked for sure. But that doesn't make your windows closed. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I have my windows closed. But I don't think that would make me a nudist, especially if it's just like, it's me and my dog and my boyfriend. That's like, who fucking cares? But if like, I'm in my home, but if I had someone sleeping over, I would not (laughs) go to the bathroom without pants on. Oh, definitely not. Put underwear on. Yeah. Bare minimum. Especially when you're like the opposite sex and you're not like the other person's friend. That's like, oh my gosh, crazy true it's like how close is carrie with peter or is she more of patience's friend i think patience's friend because like that also plays a big role like i feel like if you slept over and i was like somehow naked in the apartment it would be like we, we could get past monica's it. so macy's so drunk <laughs> i you know sometimes i get drunk but like i think that if sean like had his dick out like i don't think he would come back ever like no. i don't know what circumstance would that make that okay yeah. I would also not be thrilled. Yeah. 
Like, I don't, <coughs> I really, me. bless you. Thank you. I really, really um, can't imagine how I would not be, like, flipping out about that. Yeah, that'd be really inappropriate. I wonder if they fought afterwards, or maybe they had sex, who knows? That oh, was, like, the sexual thrill they I were think waiting they, for. I think they fought after Patience kicked her out. I Done. think that her and her husband fought. Good. Well, they, ma- they made up, though. And I love how Samantha pointed it out at the party. I'm jumping forward oh, yeah, to like, we'll, the we'll end get, of the episode. We'll but... totally get there. But I guess she was saying congratulations because he's got a big dick, which is also like a recurring thing. Like, Because the next thing she goes to the um, lunch with the girls, mm-hmm. and it's the size of the pepper shaker somehow. How is that possible? Like, she Carrie like looks at it like, oh, that's the size of his dingling when the yeah. waiter has it. It's like, there's no way it's the size of a pepper shaker. That's like gross. Big dicks. I don't understand the hype. I think they're overrated times a million. It's wow. I feel like that's a controversial opinion. It's just like painful. It's like an uncommon opinion, I feel like. It's painful. Yeah. At what size is it painful? Maybe I just am a loose, flappy whore. <laughs> I don't know, like, big. I guess, like, there's two that have been, like, huge. How big do you think they were? Um, one, I don't know circumference, because, like, girth. Circumference. Or girth, whatever, because. Girth is probably the It's, word. like, hard to measure, and it's, like, a lot bigger than you thought it was, but, like. So it was just thick. Was it long? But it was long. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd say at least nine inches. Nine inches seems really big. Yeah. No. I don't really know, actually, though. I've never I've never measured a dick. Yeah, I'm just guessing here, but this is my sex story to you. I like this sex story so far. Blowjobs were not <laughs> fun. Oh, my God, my mouth hurts. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, my gag reflex is going. Oh, oh wait, no, not, no, not for gag reflex. Like, I didn't even try, but, like, <laughs> just keeping my mouth open, like... It was just so wide. It hurt after, like, 45 <laughs> seconds. Like, it wasn't fun. Oh, my God. That doesn't sound fun. No. It sounds like it's too thick. And the actual sex itself wasn't fun either because the whole time I'm just like, don't ram into my cervix, don't ram into my cervix. So, like, I can't even relax because I'm afraid he's going to thrust you hard and I get hurt. So, it sucked. Big dicks are overrated. There will be an episode about this. <sighs> well, I can't wait. And the big dick will be overrated. Spoiler. Mm. You're going to forget, though, because there's not a so spoiler, much it's true. Wow, because it's true. It. Well, I'm not going to get into my current size, because I feel like that's weird. Although it's really, really big. Huge. Just in case he's listening. Okay, I don't really want to know. I'm not even curious, honestly. I don't... I mean, I don't think it really matters. I don't think it's as big of a deal as other people think it is, I feel like. But I did... There was one time that I was with a guy that had an extremely small dick. <gasps> Terrible. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. Same terrible and like i didn't even have sex with them because i just like couldn't oh my gosh it was so small it was like i don't know what we're gonna do with that and i feel bad and now i i I know his girlfriend and it's like oh my god oh no ew like i don't know her super well but oh my god that sucks i like don't want to know that it's like terrible that i know that yeah because you know that they're probably miserable this was like so long ago and like we're we're friends and like we like hooked up a few times it wasn't a big deal but like ew and I, like, will never not think about that when I see either of them. Or, or either of them are ever mentioned in my presence. And we have some mutual friends, so sometimes they come up and I'm like, oh, oh, ew, ew, ew. But I'm not going to say who that is. I've already given probably too much away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh it's it's not obvious who that is at all. I don't, think, I don't think it is. 
Okay, well, I have to think whose penis you've seen. Oh, you definitely don't know. Okay. Okay. This is, like, Montclair shit. Oh, okay. But, like, va- like, we have, like, it's very vague, our connection. Oh, okay. And I, I don't it. know I his it. girlfriend. Like, I didn't know them at the same time. I know them separately. Okay. And she's okay. You know, okay. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Just seems weird. And I feel like that sucks, but I feel like if you have anything normal, it's fine. Yeah, you can make it work. Like, a mediocre size dick is fine. Because, like, I feel like foreplay is, like more important anyway mm. but is that I don't know if that's true but for me that's true I think yeah yeah but I guess for Samantha it's a she thinks it's good at this point because everyone needs a lot of fresh pepper yeah I don't know oh Samantha oh Samantha alright what happened next I didn't write it down in chronological order well I feel like we could probably jump right into Miranda oh yeah she was she actually up. had a pretty interesting storyline I feel like this was such a funny episode oh, I left out loud multiple times oh my god it was funny um the annual softball game for yes. Miranda's um law firm. law firm she's fixed up with Sid who seems fantastic and I feel really bad for her. I feel like she I feel like her time gets wasted and they dick her around. Yeah. And, like, what is in it for her? Why would she even stay? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, don't get Unless it. she generally had a fun time with Miranda. I mean, maybe, but, like, we never see her again. Like, why aren't yeah, you guys just friends now? what's the point? Why, don't, yeah. why aren't you guys friends now? Yeah, they had, it seemed they had great friend chemistry, I it seemed so. like. And you know what? Sid was awesome at softball. Yeah. So. Stereotypical. <laughs> so stereotypical. So, basically, Miranda's lawyer friend fixes her up with a woman because he hasn't seen her with a guy in eight months at work um nobody at my work has ever seen me with a guy like what the fuck are you talking about my my guy doesn't come to work yeah are people are guys supposed to go to her work but maybe like they're in the city like everybody in the city is so close to each other like people maybe they're friends outside of work but it didn't sound like that okay and, like, what if her boyfriend lives in, like, New Jersey or something? Like, he doesn't fucking know. Unless That's they've... true. It just seemed weird. It's like, how close are you with this guy that he's setting you up on a date? Yeah. But he doesn't... Like, you guys didn't talk at all about what you'd be into? Yeah. Not one thing. He was just like, I know the perfect person for you. And you were like, great. It's definitely the short hair. A hundred percent. It is a hundred percent because of her hair. Literally, the guy's like, ah, looking at your hair, I know that you are a lesbian. So oh, yeah. this is my good friend, Sid, who's awesome. Yeah, but like you said earlier, I mean, she totally does exude lesbian vibes, and she is one. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, it, they I also, like, the suits that she wears and, like, how good they are at softball and the haircuts. <laughs> like, it's all supposed to give us a lesbian vibe, I think. Yeah, the butch, like, look. But, like, I just don't like... I feel like she's not really nice to Sid enough. Like, she should have been, like, really grateful. Yeah, like, thank you. Or, yeah, because she was using Sid to her advantage to 100%, try to get... 100%. Um, because at the stupid partner. softball game, Charles, a.k.a. Chip, uh, comes over to Miranda, who he's never talked to before, even though he's the senior partner at her law firm. He's never really talked to her before, but now that she's a lesbian, he invites her to a dinner party at his house. And she drags Sid to it, and they both wear suits in a very tokenist move. <laughs> and then they have an amazing time, because Sid's fantastic. And then Chip is talking to Miranda, and she, what, confesses? Is that what you call it? 
Yeah, did she? She, like, came clean that they... At the softball game? No, not at the softball game. When they oh, yeah. went to Chip's house. Yeah. Yeah. And he said his wife was looking to add a lesbian couple to their circle. Oh, yeah. It's like, you guys are just collecting people. Yeah. I guess maybe that's what we're supposed to think dinner parties are about. People on the show go to a lot more dinner parties than I do. I know. I want to go to dinner parties. But, like, I feel like I don't even know that many people have, like, dining room tables, honestly. Yeah, I don't have the space for one, so I can't even host it. There's so many dining room tables in these New York City apartments that they're going to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those apartments are huge. These apartments are huge. I've never seen an apartment that big. How many New York apartments have you been in and none of them have ever, ever looked like that? They're always, like, the size of boxes. And, like, Carrie, we're supposed to think is, I think, poor, but her apartment's always bomb. Oh, yeah. Like, Friends. Like, that apartment would have been, like, so much money. So much money. But, like, the thing is with Friends is, like, Monica's grandmother had, like, a rent-controlled apartment. Oh, okay. But, like, how did Chandler and Joey afford the apartment across the hall? I have no idea. I never really watched the show. Oh, well. That's a great show. Maybe we should do that next. After we finish the whole Sex and the City series, we'll do Friends. Okay, Friends in the City. Stoned with Friends. Perfect! We already got the next podcast. Oh my god. So, Chip is a weirdo and thinks that gay people are objects. And then some gay people treat Carrie like an object in the street. Oh yeah, how they ask if she wants to be her surrogate. Egg donor. Oh yeah, egg donor. Basically, Carrie is walking through the streets, and her she runs into these guys that she's friends with, and they got married in Hawaii, and they call each other life partners, which is interesting. I feel like I never hear that term anymore. I love when people say partner. People say partner, but I haven't heard life partner. Oh like, yeah, that's kind of lame. That's like an like, old person hallmark. Yeah, Hallmark's but this is from the term. '90s, so like things are super different. Like gay marriage is not legal in New York. It's only legal in a couple of states at this point. I think it's like Hawaii and like Vermont. Wow. It, it's like crazy. It seems yeah. crazy to think about, but like I know that we were like adults when a lot of that stuff was happening. Like, I was in a club in Philly when it became legal in New York. Oh, wow. Because they announced it. Wow. What good timing to be at a gay club. I know. Yeah. And it was weird because it's like, obviously, I'm in a different state than it was already legal in Pennsylvania, I think. Okay. But like, it just became legal in New York. It's still a big deal. It was a big deal everywhere it became legal. And then when it became legal federally, that was a huge deal. And then they tried to backtrack it. I don't know. It's just crazy that it feels like so... It feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't. Yeah, yeah. If you look at it, like, throughout history. Yeah. Like, stuff that we were, like, aware adults for, or, like, even just, like, alive for. It's, like, our just feels... It feels very antiquated that that wasn't legal. Yeah. Was there anything else during this episode that, like, seemed really in at the time, but was old? The guy's computer, who Charlotte, um... Oh, sorry, who Carrie met. Oh, Yeah. Well, it's a lot of old tech. Yeah. Well, okay, we could talk about that guy. Um, Definitely. Oh, well, so we could go back to Carrie. They asked her to donate an egg, which mm-hmm. I was struck that they said donate one egg. Like, that's even how it works. Uh-huh. Such a process to donate your eggs. Like, such a process. Um, treats her like a farm. So after that, that's when she meets up with her favorite married couple. Okay. And they set her up with that guy by surprise. Yeah. What was his name? 
I, they just kept calling him the marrying guy. I oh. never even caught his real name. Yeah, he was so lame. He wanted marriage <laughs> more than anything, and he was desperate. They dated for one week, and he invites her to that party. That is the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he's giving them a tour of, um, he's give well, Carrie brings Samantha and Charlotte to the party. This is when Miranda's at the dinner party with Sid. Hot date. Yeah. Um, they all looked gorgeous, by the way, going to the party. They Carrie, did. Charlotte, and Samantha. They did. Um, so they walk in and they see that everybody's married couples and Charlotte and Samantha are like, oh my goodness. So Samantha makes her way over to the bar and yeah, so he, the marrying man leads Charlotte and Carrie around his apartment on a tour, um, takes them to a room and pulls out a baby, what is it called? Baby monitor? No, it's the thing that's above the crib. What is what is that called? Damn. Good thing we're not parents. Oh my god, yeah. This is why we're not parents. I think Everyone to, knows I think what we're talking talk, about. I think you have to know, like, a mobile? Mo, yeah. Oh, man. Now I can do it. Now I can be a parent. Yeah, so he pulls out a mobile, aka he wants kids, ASAP. What kind of a person buys that before they have kids, though? <sighs> Somebody who's really desperate for that's marriage. Like, okay, but imagine a woman had that. You'd run screaming. We're all supposed to judge Carrie for not wanting this fucking weird guy that's trying to trap her into marriage in one week. But if this was a woman acting like this, like, we would think she was insane. Oh, yeah, definitely. If she had, like, onesies and stuff and was, like, single. Definitely. Like, just bought an apartment with a nursery in it. Yeah. Because he was like, this office is going to be the kid's room in his new apartment. What? No, he was sad. And, like, that's why he mentioned earlier, he said every woman or, like, he implied that he got rejected a lot. And, buddy, you get rejected because you are desperate, because you want marriage. You're not marrying to marry a person. You're marrying to get married, and it doesn't work that way. He's going to make himself miserable. They literally went on three dates, and then he invites her to this party, and all his friends are talking to her about how fucking amazing he is. Including, they said things like, he's a great guy. He has $300,000 in the bank, and we both slept with him, and it's great. (laughs) Um, again, imagine they were talking about a fucking woman. Yeah, We right? both slept with her, and it was great. Yeah, that would be horrible. That wouldn't be taken well. Wouldn't be taken well. But, like, we're supposed to be impressed by this? I feel like we're supposed to feel bad for yeah, him. Yeah, right? I'm like, why is he sleeping around? Yeah, I definitely feel bad for him. Like, he was just a sad oh, character. Oh, no, I don't feel bad for him. I feel like he's weird. Like, I mean, I guess maybe I feel bad that he's weird, but I don't feel, like, sympathetic. I don't know. I feel like I'm. Sp- he's supposed to be... We're supposed to be rooting for them to be together or something. Mm. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like we're supposed to like him, no? I, don't, I never got that. Oh, okay. I thought he was like... Different I, th- interpretations. The whole theme of the episode for me was marriage isn't necessarily all happiness. People who get mm. married aren't happy all the time. That's true. Um, well, the whole episode is married versus single, I guess, is what yeah. we're supposed to take from that. Um, but like Carrie, when she walks into the party, she's like, I feel like nobody, none of these married couples are judging me because I've been figured out. You've been dating a guy for one week. So now are you figured out? Yes. Because they know every girl who he brings around, he's trying to marry. Oh, snap. That's a good point too. I've never thought about it that way. Wow. Maybe because they know it's like, oh, well, if you go on four dates with him, you're married. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be moving you in, knocking you up, putting that under the mobile. But at the end of the party, Carrie did have the courtesy to break up with him. I thought she told him very nicely. And he Um, flipped out. Yeah, he did. He He was weird. I didn't write any quotes, but I just wrote, I loved her honesty in the breakup, Um, which was cool. But, and she did set him up with 
Charlotte. Charlotte. And that yeah. didn't work out, though, over because, a plate design. Because of a china pattern. I really appreciate Charlotte for breaking up with him, and I thought that was also a good juxtaposition because <laughs> it kind of showed that she is looking for a man. She doesn't want to settle. She knows what she wants, and she's going to get it. Meanwhile, he is so desperate for marriage, he'd probably be like, yes, dear, yes, honey, I'll do whatever you say, just because marriage is at the end of the road. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I literally wrote always dumping guys for the worst reasons. Oh. And you wrote, I'm so impressed with their rating up with them. Wow. Wow. Total opposites. That's hilarious. It is. But like, well, I mean, I'm also, single, so. Well, also, you've watched three episodes of this. So, like, I've watched Charlotte dump guys for like really bad reasons. Well, in my opinion, are bad reasons. Okay. But maybe you're just more picky than I am, and maybe I'm settling. I'm but extremely I don't think picky. I'm, I don't think I'm settling though. It's I don't think it's like that. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. No, because if you meet somebody who's meant for you early on, it's like yeah, like I just like could not be with him. And, yeah. Like, you know, like I just like I tried, but like it just didn't work out. Like I I like needed him and. He's like the best. It's a, eh. I don't know, cause I do run more cynical, like generally. But mm. I feel like sometimes being in love makes me feel soft oh. a little bit. Cute, so cute, right? Well, I don't know. I I don't really understand the china pattern thing. Like, is it literally just it's the plate? She's she they're looking her... at they're looking at china patterns, and he doesn't like the one that she likes. And that's why they break up. Who's going to be in the kitchen? Who's going to be decorating the kitchen? Are you guys dating for one week? I don't understand the timeline of that. Like, how long are they together? You can't disagree about plates? She has her vision, you know? If you're dead set on something, Did he say you you can't have it? Or did he say, I don't like it? I don't know if they got into detail. Okay. Because that also matters, I think. Okay. For me, I assumed he he was like, no, definitely not. Okay. I guess maybe that's what we're supposed to assume. I just think she was like, I, I took it like we, that was the only interaction that happened. That oh. they were like, I don't like the same plates as you. I'm like, that's why you're breaking up. That seems like not a thing, like not even a problem. But maybe he was being a dick about it and wouldn't let her buy it. It's possible. I don't know. That's possible. Because yeah. obviously a longer scene happened. They had to actually yeah. go there and they walked around like a whole bunch of shit happened. Yeah, they didn't meet at the store like, hey. Also, like, Charlotte really wants to get married. Really wants to get married. Carrie says that she treats it like a sorority that Mm -hmm. Charlotte desperately wants to pledge. Which I think is an interesting way to say it. But I think that you're right that Charlotte will not settle at all. She is, like, not into settling. She wants... She has a very specific vision for her life. And she will not settle. So, but that does, you know, I also, I don't know. I think that she probably could have married, like, seven or eight of the guys that she ends up dating. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Like, a lot of them seem great. So, I don't know. I don't know. She always has some sort of issue with them. Okay. Those, like, really minor issues, I think. Can't wait to find out. But you might not think they're minor issues. You're going to be like, oh, good for you, girl. I'll see. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Maybe. Oh, my God. You're. Oh, my God. We're having a war. <laughs> a single versus married boy. Well, I'm not even married, though. It doesn't work. You need to be wiped up. I'm still single, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no ring on it. Ain't no ring on it. Well, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, 
it is simpler in some ways to be in a couple. Like. Yeah. In some ways. But I feel like no matter what is going on, your family and, like, annoying people will always ask what's next. Like, if you're single, Mm. it's like, oh, like, are you dating anyone? And then they, like, seem kind of judgmental when it's like, you should just, like, I feel like there's no good or bad answer to that. Like, it should just be, like, a neutral kind of question. But, like, I feel like people put a lot of judgment attached to it. But, like, once you are in a couple, people start saying that about getting married and having kids and, like, oh, so when are you getting married? And it's like, why do you, why are you fucking saying it like that? And, like, why do you care? Yeah. It's just, like, it's a lot of excessive nosiness, I think. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like anybody that, like, actually knows you, like, doesn't... (laughs) Okay, we're back. Sorry. Uh... (laughs) So, we were talking about judgmental family asking annoying questions no matter what's going on but I do think there's a lot of pressure when you're single and a lot of pressure when you're not married and a lot of pressure when you don't already have like seven kids because people are always asking the next thing the next thing the next thing you can never just enjoy where you are in life I feel like a lot of pressure a lot of new pressure that these people haven't dealt with because they don't have social media hmm bizarre there's no social media they don't even have cell phones yeah, this no cell phone thing is bizarre. You have to be really accountable. Can you imagine, like, I'm going to be late? You have to be on time or else the person's really pissed and wondering what happened to you. Like, it's sort of refreshing that they don't have phones, I feel like. Definitely. I kind of like it. Things are too easy with phones. I... <sighs> like, think of how many movies out there that would have been resolved if they had cell phones. Like, Home Alone, you know? Oh, my God. If the parents had a cell phone. Hey, Mom. You forgot me. Oh, okay, honey. We'll turn around to the block, you know? Text him on his iPad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many. I mean, he could, like, literally send a picture of his location. Like, he could just share his location with them. And they're rich kids. Yeah. Everybody has a fucking phone now. Like, a five-year-old has a phone. I know. Isn't and, it sad? And these grown women in their 30s who live in New York, live alone in New York in their own apartments, have no cell phones. They, they have just have phones. landlines that are cords. Wow. That have cords. Wow. I wonder as an adult if it was fun or not fun checking your voicemails. You well, know, when I was little, I was always like, it's so, I'm so jealous of adults. Like, you get a lot of mail, but adult mail is never fun mail. Kid mail is like magazines and cool stuff, so. People send you cards and shit. Yeah, so I liked getting it, and I didn't understand adults, like, didn't receive a different kind of mail. Yeah, so well, now I learned. Because when you're, like, a little kid, you don't really have bills. Yeah. Well, you do, but your parents are paying them. That's what's in their envelopes. Yeah, thanks, Mom and Dad. Mm. But, um, yeah, Pay like. the dentist and shit. I wonder, like, what their ratio of voicemails were, friends and fun things and family to annoying bills and appointments and other crap. I don't know, but I hate getting voicemails now. Me too. I always yell at my family. I say, if you tell me to call you back through a voicemail, like, I won't. If I see you call me, I'll call you back. (laughs) But (laughs) is that just, like, your payback for listening to the voicemail? Yeah, it's just, like, a waste of my time. My dad would always call me and leave a voicemail and say literally hey it's dad it's roughly 2 30 <laughs> on tuesday april 17 and it's kind of sunny out but like you know i just like need to talk to you about something and uh so you know give me a holler and it's like 
I had all of that fucking information without you leaving a voicemail. I don't need you to tell me what time it is and what day it is because I see what time day it is on your missed call. Sounds like he's trying to document himself in case there's a crime. Oh my god, do you think it's an alibi Laying voicemail? Down the evidence. Oh my god, evidence. he did it all the time. You think it was an alibi every single time? No, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, maybe my dad's a serial killer. I'm kidding. That would be an interesting turn for the podcast. Wouldn't it? Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, stoned and serial killers in the city. Oh my god, I'd have to stop smoking weed. Honestly, I really <laughs> would. I'd have to change my entire life and also change my name and move. Uh, that would really suck yeah i know that'd be horrible horrible worst thing ever but i really don't think it's the case i think he just leaves shitty voicemails yeah probably I, i think his voicemail game is pretty poor but i also think maybe it's like a thing for like work maybe it makes more sense definitely so like maybe just that's what he he's just in work mode when he does that could be i don't know Always professional. So professional. Just text me. I'm so available by text. Yeah. So super available. Always available. But I also hate when anybody texts me, call me, because to me, that always sounds urgent, and I'm like, oh my gosh, something happened. Oh my god, me too. I always am like, what hospital do I have to go to? Who died? Oh my gosh, that reminds me, when you, Sean, and Natalie were at my place, Mm -hmm. and... We were smoking. It was after we went to that gay bar, which was awesome. Um, which which is now bar? closed. Remember? Um, the one where we met our best friend. He, like, had pictures of us on Instagram. He was like, best friends. Oh, at Feathers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, um... Anyways, it was after that night, and, mm-hmm. like, I was fucking stoned to the bone. Because we were passing around that picture of me. Like, legit, I was, like, this close to, like, peeing my pants. I was laughing so hard. And, of course, right after that, I get a text from my mom. Like, I miss call, so I'm like, okay, I'm with friends, whatever. And I get a text that says, call me. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, something happened. Crap. I'm so stoned and something serious just happened. What do I do? And then I go and I call my mom. Like, what happened? She's like, oh, hey, just wanted to see how you're doing. But you said call me. I don't know. Maybe I just think of the worst. I always think the worst. And, like, my mom sometimes... This, I think, makes it worse. My mom will sometimes say, call me, it's not urgent. Oh, that's good. And sometimes she just says, call me, but it's not urgent. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now, if she says, call me, but she doesn't say, it's not urgent, I'm like, oh, fuck. Can I get tomorrow off? Can I get next week off for the funeral? Like how bad is this like you know what i mean does she need money like what is the fucking problem like how bad is this yeah um (laughs) so dumb because usually it's nothing yeah but i panic when anyone does it it's not just my mom literally anybody i hate it or like calls after like nine o'clock but like bad shit happens though sometimes and it sucks yeah and it's usually at really bad times yeah really inconvenient times yeah. <sighs> but there's not really, it's not like we schedule good times for that, I guess. Yeah. For terrible news. I guess what was a convenient time, if you look at it one way, was for the doorman. Oh my god, the Samantha. Samantha. Oh my gosh, Samantha. I don't know what you thought about that, but I thought that was so cringy. Wait, let's take it back. So Samantha, she is at that party. She is pissed that it's all married couples. Because they walk in the door of the party 
and there's people standing and talking to each other and they can immediately tell that it's all married couples. How do you know that? I don't know. I guess age. But that's not even something. You see a, a man and a woman talking to each other and they're married at a party? Yeah, I don't know. Why would they only be talking to their respective couple? Why Doesn't that they seem mingling? weird? Yeah, you're right. They're literally all standing we in pairs. We found a plot hole. Ha 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 ha. That doesn't make any sense, I feel like. No. I mean, this is, like, the most antisocial party I've ever fucking seen. I mean, it's not weird to, like, be standing with your significant other at a party, but, like, you're usually talking to more than just your significant other. Ooh, and sorry. it would be really strange if every single couple is only talking to each other. Yeah. Like, this is a terrible party. Yeah, that was... None of you should be here. Yeah. Horrible party. Horrible party. It's like, I see you at home. You don't, you don't need to talk to each other at the party that much. Definitely. I don't know. But Samantha at the party gets super drunk. Super drunk. Because she realizes she fucked every guy there. And which kind of leads me to think, I don't know, because again, this is just my take on it. Samantha, like, love yourself. She, (laughs) when she's having sex, okay, she's having fun, sure. But afterwards, it seemed like she was humiliated by it. Like, she doesn't really, like, it seems like she regrets when she had sex with them or, you know, that they've seen her like that. Did did she know that they were all married? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, was, oh, they were saying that she was single. They were all married. I mean, they were saying that they were single. Maybe. Oh. You know what I mean? Do we know? No. She didn't say that. But she said that she, like, fucked the guys. Because, like, the thing is, she would, like, hook up with guys all the time. Like, out at bars. Yeah. So, like, she could totally just, like, take a guy home and sleep with him and not know he's married. And yeah. then she's seeing all these guys that are with their wives at this party that she fucked all of them. Yeah. That's terrible. She, like, fucked, like, three guys at this party. Yeah. That are all standing there with their wives. I would be, like, out of my fucking mind. Yeah. I would have definitely left. Yeah. That is way too many. Yeah. Three is a lot. She was like, see that guy? I fucked him. Takes a tequila shot. See that guy? I fucked him. Takes a tequila shot. That is a bad party. You guys need to leave way yeah. sooner than you did. But they did right after Samantha laughed at Peter for oh, yeah. having the big pepper shaker dick. Because Peter and Patience show up to the party and they immediately forgive Carrie because she's dating this amazing guy that has $300,000 in the bank. And they've totally figured her out, which makes no sense to me. But like, Samantha realizes who. Peter is Peter the Peppermill Dick, and um, she laughs real loud. <laughs>, laughs really loud, and the wife gets really mad again. <laughs> she low key hates Carrie. I don't know, like I guess just because of this incident, but like she seems like really really jealous of Carrie. Patience. Yeah. Oh, she comes back or no? Just in this, I oh, feel like okay. she seems super jealous of Carrie, and it's sort of oh, weird. It's like okay. your husband like sexually assaulted her. Yeah, I didn't get that jealousy, but... I don't understand yeah, the jealousy. Like, I would gross. be freaking mortified. What do you think happened, Patience? Like, what did he tell her after she left? Like, that's what I would like to know. Because if the, if he was honest about that story, she should not be mad at Carrie. Yeah. They should be in couples counseling. Definitely. They should be figuring that out. Definitely. You can't just flop your dick around, my friends. That's weird. Don't do that. 100%. Obviously, she wasn't okay with it. Yeah. She was flipping out. So, he definitely crossed some lines for everybody involved. And Carrie deserved an apology. Mm. 
Yeah. She didn't even, she barely even got a muffin. And they, like, kicked her out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, rude. You can't really kick somebody out of your place for a good reason. And it wasn't her fault. No. <sighs> I'd be telling my husband to go back to our apartment in the city, and I'd be staying in the fucking Hamptons. Yeah, I'd be telling, yeah. I'd be like, taxi, go. Yeah, why don't you go? I'm gonna stay here. Or why out. don't I go and you stay here? Like, one of us needs to leave. I would not want to, I would not want to... I don't know. I wouldn't want to be alone with him versus Carrie at that situation. I mean, I would want to talk to him alone and be like, what happened that yeah. your dick is out in front of my friend when I'm not home? When I'm not home for five fucking minutes to go get bagels or whatever. How long did that take? You know, she go- she runs out yeah. 15 minutes maybe to go do an errand and he has his dick out in front of her friend. Yeah. What if she left for like three hours? What would happen? I don't know. He was creepy. He would, like, wait and listen. He was a predator. Yeah, because, think, he um, was just, like, standing in his bedroom without pants on. Why did he have no underwear on in the first place? He said, like, he, he, said he was on his way to the bathroom. But, like, do you take off your underwear before you go to the bathroom? <laughs> like, are you just that excited? Like, oh my gosh. Maybe he sleeps with no underwear on? He had coffee in his hands, right? I felt like he, he was did have a coffee, coffee in mug. His hands. He did have coffee. He didn't in his like hand. just wake up. He's he, not like I need to pee so bad. He also had a t-shirt on. Yeah. I feel like it was super intentional. Definitely. That is so strange. And like they don't know what the motivation was, and neither do I. What was he trying to do? It'd be weird. I think he was hitting on her. I think he was just being creepy and asserting his power over her. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah, men are trash. That was like honestly. I don't know. Is that like an what? Is that a crime? Like I think it is. Yeah, flashing. Flashing. For sure. That's disgusting. I feel like. Thank God, patients came home. Like, what was gonna happen? I don't know. He didn't like walk away. Yeah, he was smiling. Like you think if you were on your way to the bathroom and your dick was out and you didn't want Carrie to see it, you would run away. But he stands there. Yeah. And drinks coffee. And talks to her. He probably wanted a spot in her a sex column. Well, he to be a I, think story. He, I think he got in it. Oh, damn it. Well, you think that was the motivation the whole time? It's that could have been a slight one. I don't think the whole thing. It's well, a very small one. I don't, know how, I don't know how popular the column is at this point. It becomes popular. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler. But I just, I don't know. I, the guy, he gets creepier and creepier every time I watch this episode. Mm. It really, I used to think it was funny. I, like, don't think it's funny anymore. No. No. I would be actually scared if that was happening. Yeah. But you know what I'll say? I'm just jumping forward for a little bit. Um, I guess, quick summary, Charlotte gets home, or Charlotte takes Samantha home. Um, Charlotte goes to bed. Samantha's super drunk, sees the doorman, like. Who is 16, 17? Ew, How old really? Is he? No, he's probably like oh, okay. supposed to be 20 or something, oh. but he looks young. He looked really young. She was flirting with him as Charlotte was dragging her upstairs. Charlotte's a good friend. Yeah, so Charlotte goes to bed. Samantha, I guess, doesn't go to bed. Three Or she takes a nap. She wakes up still drunk. Um, still horny, I forget what they said, or something like that. Um, yeah, she was super horny. But, um, so she goes outside to look at the doorman, and she kind of flashes him. She's wearing, um... But he likes it. Underwear. But, like, she didn't ask, can I flash you? That's what if true. he didn't like it? So I, I guess thought that was an interesting juxtaposition oh, in that's, a way. That is interesting. I guess that is sort of the difference, though. 
Yeah. I feel like the way it's received is kind of a lot of how... Men love seeing naked women. Of course they're going to want to see naked women. But, like, I feel like that is true. They're trying to challenge a lot of different things in this episode, which I like. They're trying to challenge a lot of different stereotypes. We have, like, the token lesbians. We have the... Uh, the gay guys who are trying to use her for eggs, like they, we have the um, the marrying guy, we have the favorite married couple, like everybody's like these, I don't know, these weird roles where they're trying to be opposite. I never really thought about how it was the same. It's interesting. I guess I interpreted it as a totally different thing too because he wanted her to flash him. Well, yeah, and also like I'm going on a little feminist rant here, but like women aren't really a threat to men you know like if a man sees a woman flashing him it's like okay like oh my gosh he just goes to sexual he's not like oh my gosh he's going to like come after me and assault me because men are so much stronger than women i don't know samantha's pretty strong but realistically yeah and she's 100 pounds like. like think of like dodgeball you know when we played it's just crazy how much harder the guys can throw even if the guys don't work out they throw a lot harder than me if you know even if I did work out you know mm-hmm. and then if a woman sees a man who is naked or flashing her then she has to worry oh my gosh is this man going to you know overpower me is this man going to rape me it's a completely different experience and scenario it totally is. It Even really though only benefits men and negatively affects women, essentially. But, like, it's just weird because it's the same thing, but, like, we're interpreting it totally differently because of their sexes. And, like, that's totally how they're meaning for us to interpret it, and we are. That's interesting. Hmm. So interesting. This is so philosophical. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I if I was Charlotte and I woke up and my doorman was in my apartment shirtless, I would lose my fucking mind. She is so calm. Yeah, she is really calm. I, like, thought about that. She's like, like, you don't care that Samantha just, like, fucked a guy in your living room? Oh, wait, it, it was in Charlotte's apartment. Yeah, it was in Charlotte's apartment. Oh, yo, I'd be so pissed. It's Charlotte's apartment. I thought they went to Samantha's no, apartment. No, they went to Charlotte's apartment. Oh, oh my God. She was sleeping on Charlotte's couch. Charlotte I... has a one-bedroom apartment. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. No. I missed that. I thought it was flipped. I know. Does that make it worse? I'd be so No, pissed. if it was Samantha's apartment, who would care? But it's it's Charlotte's apartment. Oh, my God. That's It's her gross. doorman. And that's why she said, I never want this mentioned again, because it's her doorman oh. that she fucking has to see all the time. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is so... I mean, I feel like being friends with Samantha, it's just, like, something that's gonna happen, probably. But I would be annoyed. I would be really fucking annoyed by that. Me too. I don't want to have to see my doorman um, right after you fuck him. Yeah, I don't want my doorman to know where I live or what my surroundings look like. I want it to be a strictly professional relationship. How about this? How about this? I don't want you to fuck guys on my couch. You yeah, fuck on my too. couch, now you bought my couch. You bought my next couch, actually. If you fuck on my couch, you're buying me a new couch. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Just in case the situation ever comes well, up, I can say, you're doing it on the floor. Do it on the floor. This is my couch. Put something down. Put some towels down or something. It's fucking filthy. Don't, do not fuck on my couch. Yeah, that's pretty gross. You invited my doorman to fuck you on my couch. Like, I would be so mad. Can you fuck in the bathroom or something? Some easy to clean surfaces? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, couches are really hard to clean, too. You can't just take the sheets off the couch. No, it's cushion. I would be out. I, I just, like, don't know how you even clean that. What kind of fluids are everywhere right now? 
Ew, gross. <sighs> oh my god. So, yeah. I'm glad that we've established this boundary now because I didn't know we had to, but <laughs> clearly it's something we should have talked about. So stop fucking people on my couch. <laughs> okay. Okay? Because I don't have a lot of rules, but that's definitely... <laughs> Number one. That's that's the only rule. I got one rule. <laughs> Don't fuck on my couch. Do not fuck on my couch. If you fuck on my couch, you buy the next couch. That is the rule. Those are my two rules. What if they buy you a really <laughs> shitty couch? I only have two rules. Don't fuck on my couch, and if you fuck on my couch, you buy the next couch. That's not even like two rules. It's like one and like a sub rule. <laughs> it's two rules. My two rules for life. For life. For life. Oh my god, your kids. <laughs> my mama taught me two things. Two things. <laughs> she always said it. they're gonna talk about it like at my eulogy. They're gonna talk about it. That's the only advice I ever had. Aww. The only rules I ever had. <laughs> my kids are gonna hopefully be able to get out of prison for the day to come to my funeral. Oh my god. <laughs> well, those aren't really good life rules. No, there's so much more to learn, and, like, <laughs> kids really shouldn't even hear that stuff at a young age. They don't even know what that means. I should probably have better boundaries, in general, if those are my only rules, but, like, honestly, <laughs> that's all I care about, is it's just, like, this couch, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad, no, well. Oh, man, so fun to, like, watch the show and get really high with you. It is a lot of fun. It is fun. And that was such a good episode. Like, oh I can't wait for more. I fucking love the show so much. I'm glad you're getting to experience it. And I feel like I'm getting to experience it anew through your eyes because you haven't watched it before. So I feel like I get to sort of, like, have, like, more of that first experience again. Right? Because oh, I'm getting you're your... You're reborn. Exactly. Because I'm getting your perspective on it, which is, like, probably more similar to how my perspective would have been the first time I watched it, right? Yeah. Because I feel like I've watched it so many times that, like... I've thought about it a lot already. And yeah. also, I know what's going to happen in the future, so I'm definitely thinking about that a lot. Spiritual. <laughs> All right, well, I feel like we could probably wrap it up here. We could probably hit these pieces a couple more times, you know, polish off that chipotle, you know, some chipotle. Yeah, I'm so excited for my chips. Yeah, we'll get some chipotle. We'll let Sean out of the cage. <laughs> oh, we can, get, we can get the dog, too. <laughs> Anyway, we don't lock him up. Don't call the cops. Don't We don't lock him up against his will. He's free to go anytime. <laughs> don't tell him that. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.